Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Make It Kind. Make It Kind. M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Kind. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, you undoubtedly saw the news recently. It actually went viral. And it was a headline that came from one or two, actually, I guess, reputable media organizations. That's why no one even questioned it. But the headline was that the Biden administration had cut its HBCU spending plan from $45 billion down to $2 billion. I saw it on Newsweek where uh, I'm sure many of you saw it and it was also seen on the Associated Press. It turns out that headline was wrong. And here to explain why is one of the White House's directors of public engagement, an HBCU grad, I believe himself. Tougaloo, right? Absolutely. Tougaloo College. Tougaloo College. And also a member of the Divine Nine. He's a Kappa, uh, Brother Trey Baker. Hey, brother, how are you today? Doing well. Doing well. How you doing, Reverend Martin? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not a Kappa, but I got I got red on, so I guess that's, Hey, man, it, it looks good know. on you. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, this story came out and people reacted to it and had a pretty visceral reaction. Turns out that Absolutely. story that story is actually not true, right? Right. Break that down for us. What, what is what is really going well, on? Well, it's one premature because right now the, the president's entire Build Back Better plan is is being negotiated in Congress, right? But the president made a, a ambitious proposal to change HBCUs in a historic way with his his funding proposal. And he wants to do as much as possible to engage with and fund HBCUs at a level for them to thrive and for them to grow. And so we don't know a, a final number on HBCU funding right now. And so it was it was just wrong in and of itself to say that it was cut because nothing has been cut by the Biden administration. Nothing has come to the president's desk. The president has come out with a, with a bold proposal for HBCUs that follows up this, this historic funding that's already happened in this administration and his history of supporting HBCUs. So now let's go back over the history. Um, okay. The American Rescue Plan, if I'm not mistaken, gave a significant amount of relief funding to HBCUs, correct? Yes, the American Rescue Plan gave over $4 billion of funding to HBCUs. Uh, of that, $1.6 billion was used specifically to write off debt that came from the capital improvement loans 
that people got uh, at their institutions. And so you're talking about dorms and labs and, and being able to build uh, buildings across your campus and help your infrastructure and then being able to write off all of that debt. And so $1.6 billion for multiple HBCUs, I think it was 40 plus HBCUs were able to benefit from that alone. So the American Rescue Plan, uh, even, you know, when you look at the story, Reverend Mark, <laughs> just what has been done in the American Rescue Plan is more than what the stories are saying yeah. is, is coming from the Biden administration. And so that's what just continues to make it, you know, a little more frustrating. And then there was grant funding in fiscal year 21, correct? Yes, there was grant funding in, in fiscal year 21 to the tune of about a billion dollars, half of which, 500 million of which, was specifically geared towards HBCUs, MSIs, uh, other minority serving institutions. So that that funding is already coming down the pike, uh, not, not to mention the funding that was there for the centers of excellence for teachers, colleges, so it goes on and on, honestly. Okay. And so where we are now is there's the budget request, if I'm not mistaken, before Congress. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where we're kind of hung up right now, right? Right. Right. And, and so was, is the budget request that the Biden administration made, and I guess that includes Build Back Better and all of that, that's the $45 billion that yes, Congress is trying to figure out. Yes, and that that's that's forty billion that upgrading institutions, half of which again goes to HBCUs, TCUs, MSIs, and so that number isn't even you know there, there's no set number to even pull from that in order to make the assertion that it's been cut by you know especially that that large number and you know you understand people reacting the way they did because that's a you know that's a a big number but that's just not the case. That's not the case. More MIP after this message. And so, but this is pretty much in Congress's hands, correct? I mean, there, and is it in their hands in the context of this ongoing debate that's happening now, the the postponement of the infrastructure bill in favor of also getting a vote on Build Back Better? This is embedded in Build Back Better. Yes, this is embedded in Build Back Better, which is uh, which is in in Congress's court, but with the the president pushing as hard as he can to make sure that HBCUs have the funding that they need. So, would it be fair to say, Brother Trey, that it's not the Biden administration, but right now we are subject to the decision Congress makes? Is that uh, well? The case? I think it's, I can only speak for the Biden administration, and uh, I, I would just say that the president put the marker out there. And it'll, it'll be up to Congress to to legislate and to get something back to his desk that he can sign. But I guess, too, frankly, the question for some, you know, and, and maybe it's not fair, but people look at the Biden administration. You look at Kamala Harris and HBCU alum and all of that. And I guess people want to know kind of like the other issues, kind of like for the people, John Lewis, filibuster, all those issues. People are saying, why can't Biden just do like. Lyndon Johnson drop a hammer on these fools and and make them do what we need them to do. I, I think we've seen the the administration come out in in full force on on a lot of this. The the president just went to Capitol Hill to talk to the Democratic caucus uh, about this and implore upon them the historic opportunity that we have via the you know the infrastructure plan, the Build Back Better plan, the, the social agenda that'll come of it. And so um, that that work is is happening, and I, I think the president is 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 pushing on these issues. 
So do we know, are there, is there a, a caucus within the Congress that is, is pushing back on full funding for HBCUs? Is there any group of members of Congress in particular? Are these Democrats, conservative Democrats, moderate Democrats, or are we just talking about Republicans at this point? Yeah, I, I I really can't speak to what you know what's happening in Congress that that's that's over there. But I I think that when you look at the plan, kind of breaking itself down, when the president first announced this plan, you were looking at about six trillion dollars in funding. Then we got to that number that everybody knows that three point five trillion. Then you you get to you know other numbers of you know however much is 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 in the it's going on right now and across the board there are things that they are negotiating either up or down so uh, i know that there are advocates in congress you know you look at people like representative alma adams who you know is the head of the hbcu caucus who's pushing as hard as she can there are so many hbcu grads in congress um who are pushing so i know that there are advocates there for as much funding for hbcus as possible more mip after this message so let's say this does not go the way we would need it to go in Congress and that Congress on its own does something. What happens there? Does Biden still sign legislation and come up with something supplemental from the executive branch? What is plan B if this can get through? You know, I, I think, you know, plan B has, has in a, a lot of ways. I, first, first of all, I mean, the uh, I think the plan is for Build Back Better to be the law of the land and, and uh, for people to be helped all across the board. I think so much additional help, though, came from the president signing his his previous executive orders on HBCUs that he did during HBCU week, where he wants to take a whole of government approach to making sure that HBCUs have equity. And so that includes programs from the DOD, that includes programs from agriculture. I think they have about a billion dollar program. The Department of Commerce is about to announce some funding out of the EDA. So it, there's going to be a, a whole of government full court press on, on HBCUs, no matter no matter what happens. So I think some of those protections are already in there from what can be done through executive action and, and through uh, the departments. Okay. Is there a concern that let's say this gets out of the House? We know what's been happening in the Senate uh, with Manchin and Sinema and, and the president, to his credit, has been vocal about what they've been holding up. What do you think happens there if they try to obstruct even something like this, something like HBCUs? What, 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 what alternatives do we have? Is the president going to continue to speak out against them? Is the president considering doing something or at least lending vocal support to ending or at least modifying the filibuster? There, I don't, I don't know his thinking there, so I, I won't necessarily speak to uh, that in a hypothetical sense. I think that's something that's a, a bridge we'll have to cross when we get there. As of right now, the plan is to, you know, continue to put our heads down and work and push forward to make sure these HBCUs are, are fully funded as, as they need to be. And, you know, quite frankly, you talked about it at the beginning, the, the track record in terms of what's been done in these first nine or 10 months of the administration show what what this administration, how this administration feels about HBCUs. But I think people need that context. And so I'm, I'm happy that you raised it and you parsed it out for us because uh, it, it's important for people to go back and get that context. We saw what Jamal Bryant did. He went on his, his IG Live and, and pulled back some of those statements. So I, I think from, from our perspective, the, the, the thinking is to you know just keep doing the work. 
agree. Let me just do this just to lift up a couple of points, uh, finer points that we may not have touched on, folks. In President Biden's fiscal year 22 budget request, it included funding for research at HBCUs, labs, IT infrastructure, workforce development programs, and STEM, DOJ funding for Violence Against Women Act programs, and also something called teacher quality funding in the budget request and the Build Back Better plan. The White House has proposed $60 million for the Augustus Hawkins Centers of Excellence program to support teacher preparation programs at HBCUs and other minority serving institutions. So that's just a little more information for you there to see so you can know, ladies and gentlemen, what the Biden administration has been doing and has been proposing. Trey Baker uh, from the Office of Public Engagement. My brother, good to have you with us. Thank you. Please uh, keep in touch and keep us informed on these developments, okay? Absolutely. Always a pleasure and always happy to come on here and, and talk to you. And, you know, we'll, we'll be seeing each other around. Yes, sir, brother. Thank you, man. Uh, all right. Thanks so much. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Every day, We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.